Okay, you guys, welcome back to AG University, our very first Zoom interview. I am honored to have Kim Salter, who is an angel, beautiful light beam. Just, I love her so much. She is an intuitive guide. She's clairvoyant. She's a medium. She is a mentor to me. We've worked together for four years now. I can't believe it's been that long. It's crazy. Um, and most importantly, she's a mama. She's so warm and she's a friend of mine. So I'm just so happy that you're here. I'm so honored for you to be my first Zoom interview. I'm so excited. Thank you for inviting me as always. I love to sit with you. I can't wait to have this talk. I know. Let people in on our conversation. I know. I know. I'm like, <laughs> gosh, I, I wish they could have like been here through the years with Thank us. You. But I, I wanted to start off by, I was telling Kim right before we got on the call, we have been, honestly, I feel like Kim, I would set up a session with you at least every six months or so, like yeah. drop-ins. So she's yep. been in my evolution of being afraid to tell people about my gifts, stepping into my gift, being like, Kim, how am I going to tell Austin this? Or how did you tell your <laughs> husband? <laughs> like, yep. And then, you know, she was working with me through, I was doing Patreon stuff, which I was wanting to share more of this type of energy work publicly, but the Patreon was still kind of guarded. So people weren't really sure what I was talking about in there. And Kim was really like, Anna Grace, I just, I feel like I see you doing interviews. You always have said that. And yes. like, I mean, seriously, you guys, since like 2018, when I met with Kim mm-hmm. first, she's like, I see you doing interviews. And um, our last call, she was like, have you thought about doing a podcast? And I was honestly like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't, but I feel like I've, I've done so many forms of content, YouTube, TikTok, yeah. Patreon. And it's interesting because of all the places, the podcast with this type of information has just really landed. So yeah. If it wasn't for Kim, I would not be here today. Oh, I really, I really wouldn't, Kim. I'm so thankful for you. Oh, I am so thankful for you too. Thank you so much for having me on. I can't wait for this conversation. Yeah, it's going to be so and good. It's just been honestly, not even just as a mama and a friend, but to watch your evolution over the last four years. When you first sat with me, you were in the midst of deep questioning. You were in the midst of like, what is happening here? <laughs> like, what is my life? What is happening? Totally. It, to see the the change and the the information that you've gained out of, through your curiosity also, but also just divine timing. Oh, it's been so beautiful. And this makes so much sense. I love seeing you on this platform. I, I love having you here with me. I know. Literally, I when I tell that first whole... I, I like Kim always says it was a near life experience versus a near yeah. death experience, which I love that <laughs> verbiage out of body. You know, this crazy experience, if you guys haven't heard episode one, definitely start there. But I mentioned that Kim was the first person that I, I was totally like, am I losing my mind? <laughs> am I crazy? Mm-hmm. What is happening? And you were just so, no, this is normal. And yes, you are intuitive. And all these things that you're feeling and are experiencing are real. And it was just, I feel so seen by you. And I just want everyone that's listening to our conversation to feel so seen, like anything they feel. Yes. People have written in saying, you know, I've had this experience. Is this real? And and Kim and I are like, yes. <laughs> yes. You are the amount of people that sit with me, whether it's online or in my studio, that start their their time with me by saying, I know this is going to sound crazy. And every time I'm like, I need to stop you for a moment. And before I even hear what you're going to say, I want you to know that I believe you. 
and it's real. Mm-hmm. No matter what, people are like, this is crazy. And I'm like, I know it can feel that way. It can when you're starting to really notice signs and symbols and you're seeing synchronicities to the point where you can't just let your ego shoo it away anymore. Mm-hmm. When it's really there in front of you, it's not crazy. It's real. And we believe you. We believe <laughs> I think that's you. So important. Yes. yes. Well, I guess before we get into it, because you have so many cool, magical, synchronistic stories, explain a little bit more in your own terminology what you do and what you're, yeah, just what you're doing right now. Yeah. 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 So this is something that has evolved so much over time. The more I authentically connect to myself, because of course, it's oh, we're always in progress of that, right? Until we die. Mm-hmm. But one thing that has really gotten so clear to me, especially a couple of years ago when I started learning about human design as well, but is that we're energy. We are always changing. And so the best thing that I have done for myself, for my business, for my family is surrender over and over to the energy that's coming in. And so I have went from, I don't know if you've talked about this before, but I actually started as an interior designer. I I started as a high-end interior designer in Manhattan, went to school for, I have a bachelor of fine arts, interior design minor, owned my own interior design business in New York and in Nashville. Amazing. And through just synchronicity, you know, synchronicity, I started a sisterhood circle here in Nashville where I taught people EFT tapping. I'm also an EFT practitioner. And so we were doing intuitive work and EFT work in this sacred space, right? The sacred space that only 12 to 15 women would sit in and it was still super closed. And then I started working with Nashville Center for Alternative Therapy as their EFT practitioner. And it just evolved from there. And I really was ushered into like, okay, it's time to share your intuitive gifts with the world, not just with friends and family and the safe people, but with the world. And so I always want to urge people, it's like, it doesn't have to be a big floodgate that opens. Timing is going to take care of itself. I promise you, timing always takes care of itself. Anna Grace, it's not like you weren't intuitive five years ago. Right. It's just over the course of the last four years, veils have been lifted. You've gotten more curious. You've followed your curiosities. You needed to get answers. Like our evolution progresses naturally and we get to show up to it any way we want to. So there's no timeline here. But for me, when I started doing intuitive work for the public, I don't know that I've ever talked about this, but I was so scared. Really? I was so, oh my God. Tell us why. I want to know. Yes. Oh my God. I was so scared because it's incredibly vulnerable. I always honor the human connection. And so if people are coming into me and this, I hadn't even shared my medium work publicly yet. This was just intuitive forecasting, which is when people sit with me and I read their current energy, what they're burning off, sort of where they're going, just this beautiful, beautiful blueprint of their energy mm-hmm. and what's next for them. You've done it a million times she's to me now. She's so amazing. It's She's so spot on. I can't even, I'm, I'm so fine. Yeah. But when I started... I will never forget my first client. We laugh about it now because she was the first one that I sat with. And an old version of me, before I brought this to the public, would have tried to fake it. So the other person would be comfortable and I would be comfortable and they were paying money. And I would have tried to phone it in and be like, okay, what does an intuitive look like and feel like when you sit in the room? (laughs) You know what I mean? That was an old version of me. Mm -hmm. But I did this deep meditation before she came in. I didn't know who she was of just like, God, give me the strength to be myself. Mm. 
give me the strength to be myself. Beautiful. Little did I know at the time that I was a projector. I, that wasn't even on the radar. Human design wasn't even being talked about at that point. That was eight and a half years ago. Yeah. And um, and when she sat down, I started crying. No. <laughs> yeah. That's I something I would crying. do. Yeah. I just was like, this. and I was just like, I am so sorry. And like, but I can feel like I gave it up to God at the time. That's just the language I use. Like God, let me be myself. And she sat down with me and I was feeling her emotion. And oh. it was just the most beautiful experience. Mm-hmm. It was the most beautiful experience. And I didn't at the time, I didn't even have like a setup to protect my energy necessarily. I just was like, I know I can do this. Just guide me mm-hmm. and I'll keep surrendering. And she's the one who just like, opened that up for me. And I believed that I could do it. And then it just progressed from there. And here I am now, eight years later, eight and a half years later, because the thriving business. You you guys, she's crushing it. She's humble. Uh, You do so many readings in a week. Like you, you, you amaze me every, I'm like, I don't even know how she does it, but, and I feel, I, I really feel super strongly connected to your mediumship gift too. Like every time I'm with you, I just, I feel, I just feel that energy off of you. But I also love you have it too. Well, yes. And and I've been, I've been, I kind of told you I've been doing them like they've almost just sort of organically happened. I haven't like yeah. said someone, you know, schedule uh, I just yeah. want a mediumship reading. Like it's just kind of happened. Yeah. When I yeah. when I know that it's safe. But I love how your your languaging is just like mine. Like we're just speaking this universal language yeah. of love and God. Yeah. And that's where all of our information yeah. comes from. We're like, God, guide us to yep. do this work. And it's just kind of, sometimes it's Akashic records. Sometimes it's medium. Sometimes I, I feel very, very intuitive in the clear. Oh, I wanted you to say about Claire. Yeah. I, I record oh, okay. the Claire's. I recorded a whole podcast yesterday, which probably uh-huh. has gone out last week when you guys are hearing this. And I was saying Claire audio. I think I'm Claire audience, but it was like, audience? It was yeah. like the most country thing. I'm like, I'm Claire audio. <laughs> <laughs> Claire tasting. Claire yeah. tasting. So, yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah. Um, would you explain how your senses, the Claire's yeah. a little bit and just give yeah. people some background there? Sure. Yeah. So I'm clairvoyant first. So we all have all the Claire's. Mm-hmm. It's just like, we all actually are intuitive. We just have to sort of find our way to how our abilities show up. And so it's always been, even since I was little, clairvoyant. So that means clear viewing. Mm -hmm. So when I get information in the very first way it comes in is through um, the best way I can explain it is like a movie. Mm-hmm. Like I see it as a movie. A lot of times when something is super important and it needs to be shared first, it comes through as like a um, placard on a movie, like a, uh, what's it called? You know what I'm talking about? Like outside of a movie, movie theater. Oh yes. A, like a sign, like a, like, like a sign. Yeah. yeah. Like a literal sign. And it's like in bold and flashing. Mm. And that will let me know, like, put this in front of every other piece of information that's coming through. Mm. This is the most important thing. So when it's really important, it comes through um, highlighted and bolded. And then my second highest ability is clear uh, sentient, clear sensing. Mm-hmm. I can sense what's happening. I can feel, I can sense it. And so that comes through as like a body feeling. So I can scan people's bodies and you know, a lot of times they don't come in for something that's going on with their body, but we'll do an intuitive forecast and in our meditation at the beginning to sort of set up our sacred portal together, I feel in their body where things are landing. Mm -hmm. And so when I do vibrational clearing with people or get people into, we're going to talk about a little bit later, but 
them doing quantum manifesting vibrationally, we go into their body as well mm. and say, where does that feel in your body? So that clairsentience, that clairsensing um, is a really beautiful support system to the clairvoyance. I love- and then there's claircognizant too, which I also have my third, but a lot of people have that, which is clear knowing, mm. right? I have that also. They all play together so beautifully, but those are the top three that come in typically for me clairvoyance, clear seeing, clear sentient, clear sensing, and clear cognizance, clear knowing. Clear knowing. Yeah. And then the other one's clear audience, right? Clear audience. Yep. And then <clears throat> I actually forgot what the other one is where people can hold an object. I forget what it's called. Clear. It starts with a T, I think, but they can hold an object and read that, like read that object, which is I've, amazing. I, that is really amazing. I've heard that. You know, I'm trying, I'm trying to decide. I, so I am clairvoyant for sure, mm-hmm. clairaudient heavily mm-hmm. in the Akashic Records. So I can, yeah. I can really like hear yeah. my channeling. Yes. It always comes through kind of like, I actually saw a TikTok the other day, kind of like the back right side of my head. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. someone said the back of the neck is actually the throat of God. Have you heard that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is wild. I right? saw that on TikTok. I mean, I learned so much on TikTok. It's it's wild. TikTok's great. TikTok's yeah, TikTok great. We love TikTok. Great. I know. Um, but then that that clear synthy or clear cognizant. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. Clear cognizant. Oh. Yeah. Clear cognizant is the clear one knowing. that is the one that I think people are operating with more than they even realize. It'll like for, for me, sure. it shows up like I'll know something about someone, or yeah. I'll know something about Austin or someone, or especially yeah. in my home, Zane. I'm sure you feel yeah. that way about your husband and child. Yeah. But you're like, yeah. I don't even know how I know it. Like people are like, Are you reading my energy right now? And I'm like, No, but I just like know this. Yeah. Yeah. And- I feel like this is one of those ways where people don't even completely tune into it, but it's that feeling that's like the everyday feeling of driving down the road you know you need gas and you see two different gas stations and you pull into one of them over the other. Like that is the most general, like people don't realize that they do that. And yes, sometimes there's like, I have a card at this one and not at that one. But most of the time when we're making those everyday decisions, we're at the very low level of using claircognizance, this deep knowing. It's wild. It's so wild. I know. And yeah. Oh, I, I was I was doing um, human design charts. Kim and I are big uh-huh. proponents for human design. You guys, yes. I, I always plug my human design app. If you're not there, get there. <laughs> yes, it's so good. It's so good. So Austin's yep. Austin's out of town right now, and I have dinner. Mm-hmm. His parents live next door to us. Yeah. I told you yeah. that. And, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so after dinner, and they're they're interested in human design, but totally foreign territory to them. They're like, okay. Yeah. And so at dinner, I'm texting Austin. I'm like, not me doing your entire family's human design chart. <laughs> Listen, I feel like human design is imperative for businesses, for families, for every... When when my husband and I did our human design, when I did his human... Let's be honest. When I did his human design chart for him, <laughs> I found out that he was a generator I'm a projector. And so for us, it works best in our relationship when I can project the vision and he can figure out the how. Mm. And we've been together for 26 years. Gosh. And we just learned this this year. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh, yes. Wow. Because you so guys important. have been together since you were like 17, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, yep. baby. I know. It's so crazy. I see... 17 year olds now, I see our son, you know, turn 13 this year. And I'm like, oh my God, 
only four years from that, we started to Dang. be together yeah. and here we are. Yeah. Yeah. That's I the, love our story though. I know. So that's a fun thing is that you're, you're forever learning and evolving. That's why I always yes. tell people, you've got to just be open to continually learning. And Austin yeah. is now, he's now getting really into it, but all of this, he was kind of like, Ooh, I don't know about this. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you know? Um, but I'll always remember when you were like, I, I, I'm just, I'm working up. I'm just trying to figure out exactly how to tell him. Yeah, right. Yeah. Remember when yeah. you came in and sat with me? I was like, I was totally like him. Is he going to think I've lost my marbles? Because it, it had gone <laughs> from like a subtle knowing to me being intuitive to me full blown having organic mediumship settings with people yeah. like that I would be, you know, on a vacation with, or, you know, like yeah. it, just, it, it was growing and evolving so quickly that there was no, at that point I was like at a level 10 and Austin was still yeah. thinking I was at like a level one, you know what <laughs> right. I mean? So I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, there's no way to just like, we just got to jump off the cliff with this one, but he's also a <laughs> project or no, he, I'm a projector and he's a generator. And so, mm-hmm. and yeah. Zane and him have a, the almost identical profile, which I think is really interesting. Really? Yeah. My son and I have almost identical profile. Yeah. So my mom and I have almost identical profile. It's mm-hmm. very interesting. Yeah. My mom's the same as me and my dad is the same as Austin. So it, it's, it's, oh, wow. yeah, everyone needs to know human design. I'm going off on a yeah. tangent, but it's just, I know it's so empowering, but I was doing the design last night for his family. And this is just yeah. a good example of how naturally intuitive we are, but his brother, we were FaceTiming his brother and we always laugh because he loves to like sit in this little like cave room and like play games yeah. and like, it's always dark. And Austin's like, how do you sit in that dark room? His human design is like, he thrives in of course. digestion and indirect light, which means his yep. body digests in darkness. It's literally, yes. but he, he had no idea oh, wow. that, you know, of he was not. doing it because it was felt good. Yeah. And that's how we have so much intuitive knowing that's already instilled yeah. inside of us. And can't you see too, like when you learn what that is, I mean, by the way, neither one of us are human design experts. No. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, we're both so lit up by it because it really is. I've done all the personality tests and each one of them is a beautiful support. Human design has been for me the most effective mm-hmm. to learn. Too. And it's like, imagine if your child does best in low light, but you're hounding them to open up the shades. You're hounding them to get out of, I mean, everybody needs to not be in a cave for right. 10 hours a day. However, if you know this about your child or your partner, it makes a big difference for compassion and connection. I think it's so important. I do too. Well, you know, Austin always would hound Zane about eating more diverse meals and vegetables and all these things because he loves mac and cheese, quesadilla, chicken nuggets. We're simple. Yep. And I'm like, I am I am the type of person that whatever he intuitively feels called to, I honor. Yes. But Austin's yep. like, you need to eat this, you need to do this. And so I, I showed him his human design. And I said, Austin, he yep. feels safety and security by eating right. consistent meals. That's, That's where right. he find, you know, oh so it yes. really is such a talking point for very yeah. specific things where society tells us to, you know, eat vegetables yeah. and do all these things. But for him, it's, it's not, it's not his time right now. Yes. He's on his own path. And for the people who are listening and just hearing about this, Anna Grace doesn't have an app that she's referring to that she's calling her human design app. The app is literally called my human design. Yes. yes. <laughs> like Quote, it's literally my called- human yes. design in quotes. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. So good. Thank you, Kim, for it's clarifying. So good. And yeah. um, I know that's, it's Jenna Zoe or Jenna Zoe. I always, mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. sure if it's Zoe or Zoe, but I 
really want to bring her on or can I'm manifesting oh, that yeah. she's just oh, she's you the will. creator you will. of the app and she's just delightful. There is oh. a free version that has a lot of good information, but I, I do the paid version and Me I think too. it's the best money I've ever spent. Me too. So I recommend it. Yeah. I actually have started because you can enter anybody's information and you can hold them as a profile when you have the paid version. I've started to do this for my clients, not off, not as an offering, but like, do you want to hear more about this? Because I just, Beautiful. so many people come into me, of course, to sit with me to hear where their power is, right? They come in because something's happening. They can feel something. And I just feel like when you find out what your human design profile is, it gives you just that next step up to figure out more about, oh, this is why I'm being called over here because of this, this root system. So anyway, we could talk about that. Yes, that we really years. could. But great, yeah. great examples. I I guess the, the next part that I really wanted to bring you on as well, because Kim is such an expert in all things energy, because you've really been practicing in this space for how long? So I'm going on nine years now yeah. practicing publicly. Okay. Publicly. Yeah. yeah that's that, publicly. That's how I was too. I was private for two years. So yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, this is, this is recently new for me being as public as I am, but um, <laughs> yeah. so everyone is saying, you know, they're going through their own spiritual journey or they're finding their path and they feel yeah. intuitive, but they, what's the next step? If they're like, I feel intuitive, but I just don't really know where to go yeah. with it. What is something you tell people to start kind of honing that intuitive? The interesting thing is that most people who come in, like I mentioned earlier, they, when, when, when I do a reading for them and I get a very, very quick symbol for people who are open, intuitive mm-hmm. and empathic, mm-hmm. and it's like a big star light beam. That's my symboling for it. Mm-hmm. And if I get that for someone, that's where we start. Mm-hmm. And so I always am like, do you know, have you tuned into, do you know that you're incredibly intuitive? And most people are like, I, yeah, I guess. I don't know. So in the reading portion, that's how it comes through. In the one-on-one coaching portion, of course, people are there because they're like, what do I do with this? Mm-hmm. So when we're looking at just the intuitive forecasting, when their energy comes through, it's like, this is something that's coming up next for you really hone in on that. We always just talk about um, making sure that you're protecting your energy, mm-hmm. right? Because if we're open intuitives, and let me just clarify, an, for me, an open intuitive means empathically open. So you're feeling a lot of energy between people. Like this is when you can meet someone and they might speak one thing, but you're feeling something different from them. Mm-hmm. People, a lot of times have been raised to say that that's judgment oh. right? and then that's a bad thing. Interesting. So we haven't necessarily been guided authentically to listen to that feeling. Mm-hmm. Instead, we're like, oh, I'm probably crazy. I'm not going to, ju- I don't even know that I'm, I'm going to judge them. So I always talk through that with people. Like, do you, have you been told, or do you feel like you judge people a lot? The amount of times that the word yes comes through for that is insane. So it's, we always have free will, right? So you feel something, you see something different, how you react right. is where you hold responsibility, mm-hmm. right? It's mm-hmm. like, everybody can change. Sometimes initial sparks aren't, um, don't meet at the same time. Evolution always is happening, but we do that first. We talk about like, so are you protecting your energy? Because if you're not, and I'll take you through a quick one real quick, but if you're not, if you're an open intuitive and you're reading this energy all day long, I want you to think about it like a radio station that just keeps playing. Mm -hmm. And so you're getting all of these 
you know, radio waves through your body that you're not even tuned into and you never shut it off, you're going to end up feeling extremely drained. Mm-hmm. That's if, you know, not even talking about if you're in an office environment surrounded by so many different vibrations and so many different people. So I always tell people, and I think you've actually talked about this too. You know, there's a couple of super simple ways to protect your energy. One way is to really um, start to envision that there's a golden bubble around you and your energy. Yeah, your energy stays within that bubble and no other energy comes in. Just to clarify, that doesn't mean that you can't read other people's energy. It means that it's not going to drain yours, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Um, The other one that I have taught my son since he was so, so, so tiny is when you're someplace, whether it's a grocery store or with someone and you have forgotten to protect your energy prior, you can put your hand over your belly button. Mm. It's your solar plexus and that's the energy out, energy in portal. That's the vibrational energy out, vibrational energy in. Mm. And if you cover it and in your mind say, I bring all my energy back to me and I release anybody's energy that's not mine, you just do a quick reset. And sometimes that's all we need. Mm. So I guide people to pay attention to that first. Oh, Do you feel drained all the time? Do some of these things to protect your energy and see if you feel a difference. Yes. That's usually the first step. I do. Oh. You're, you're, you taught me the belly button one and mm-hmm. I explained that was a, that was a really difficult time when I was getting more and yeah. more sensitive, more intuitive, but then yes. I was still on social media and, and around a lot of yes. people. And I was, you know, yes. I think that's why I was fainting and passing out. Yes. It's part of it for sure. I was just, my, my, I was just getting overloaded yeah. Yeah. and and, and going into crystal stores or thrift stores, yes. thrift shops. Yep. There's a lot of energy oh and gosh, old clothes. Yeah. Like, and I love to thrift. Yeah. So it got, I got to a place where I was like, I don't want to live in fear. Like I can't do these things. Yeah. And I yeah. do the belly button thing. I, I'll put yeah. my hand over my belly. If I go into a crystal store or a thrift store, because yeah. I'm so highly sensitive and I can feel it, yep. but I, I do immediately hand over the belly button and yeah. it calms my central nervous system right yes. down. It's I remember amazing. talking to you when you were having these fainting spells, I remember talking to you about like, Anna Grace, do you protect your energy? You are in front of not only a screen Mm -hmm. where there's so much just vibration anyway, because it's technology, but also think about all the interactions energetically that you're having throughout the day with all of these views and so much, you know, DMs every minute and comments and all the things. And I, I remember talking to you about that. And I talked to a lot of influencers that I work with now about like, even though you're not in person, you are bringing in a lot of information mm. every single time you're in front of that screen. And it's really has been a game changer for a lot of people. Truly. And that's what I was trying to explain to Austin the other day. Like if we're watching, this is how I kind of have the analogy I've been giving. I've been trying to give him layman terms. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you need to give it to me small bites. Yeah. But if you're watching a TV show and it's sad yeah. and you get in this, then all of a sudden you're sad and you're crying. You're literally oh taking God. on the energy and the motion of the TV show. Yeah. Same with social media. There is yeah. such an energy exchange. It will put you in that yeah. emotional state whatever you're That's consuming. Right. So people think, That's oh, right. I'm not, you know, we're not exchanging energy through a screen. We are, you know, we, we are. totally are. And if you're just scrolling, TikTok is a whole nother level because it's action, right? There's a lot of action. There's a lot of music. There's a lot of movement. There's words to read. Like it's a little bit different on stories on Instagram. It's a little slower, but TikTok has a fast vibration. Mm-hmm. So if I'm getting on TikTok for any reason, 
I am really, really intentional and not everybody has to do this, but it, it helps me. Everybody has their own personal way to do this. I have to set up my space first, which I know seems insane, but guess what? I really don't spend that much time on TikTok because it's a lot mm-hmm. of information for me mm-hmm. and I'm open a lot of the time. So think about when we're scrolling, we're getting microseconds of flashes of energy, sad, inspirational, happy, funny, cute, horrible news. Mm-hmm. Like our systems are evolving through this in real time. Mm-hmm. We are only here for probably 10 years at this point, not even maybe 15, but that we're evolving through this. So we're going to have moments where we have to check ourselves and be like, is this adding to my experience here? Right. <laughs> is it taking away from it? 100%. You know? Oh, I I have such a a conflict with wanting to post on TikTok and be there and understand the trends. But then also I I could go eight hours in a day without getting on my phone once because I just crave being away from it. So, um, well, okay. When when you said before you get on your phone, you set up your space, that's new verbiage. I know what you mean, but uh, you want to say what you do before you go on TikTok. Yeah. So this, when I talk about setting up my space, this is really a moment. And this is something that I want everyone to learn. You don't have to have a deep two-hour ritual to get into a clear space. Like this can be done in three to five minutes, truly. Mm -hmm. It can be done with two breaths. I mean, you and I just did it. Mm -hmm. It can be done with three breaths. Like it doesn't have to be this long extended place. But we, when I say set up the space, that means for me, getting to a place where I feel clear vibrationally. So I do that with breath. I can feel in my body when my energy is like, right? That's technical terms yep. for like anxiousness. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I calm my nervous system first and then I set an intention for myself, right? So the intention I set for social media, and again, this is not perfection. I don't do it every single time, but when I am really con- in my consciousness, I do it. Mm-hmm. So again, not about perfection, right. about practice, right? I set the intention that I will consume with my vision. I'm consuming with my sense of vision, Mm. not with my sense of heart and not with my sense of deep knowing. So for me, that's imperative Mm. because it gives me an out. I can just look at this stuff instead of take it on. You mentioned this actually, I think that you were talking about like you can't watch horror movies. Oh yeah. Right? Oh my gosh. I can't watch violence. I can't watch horror movies. I can't watch anything that's too sad. Like get your Kleenex out. I'm like, I'm out. Mm-mm, nope. Nope. Anything that is extremely emotional. I have gotten to the point where I'm like, so sorry. I cannot show up to this. It's too much for me. You know, and Kim, it's so funny because, you know, like all things on TikTok, that video, I think got a million views. So it went viral. Yeah. And there were so many people that were like, you're instilling fear. And I was like, no, no, no. Because they were trying to say, like, if you set the intention, you could watch horror movies. And I'm sure you could, but horror movies, no amount of intention makes them less scary to me. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah. And also, this is not ever about, I know that you're evolving through this as well as you're like getting your voice even more clearly out on social platforms about this. It's never about if you don't do this, you're bad. And if you do do this, you're good. Everybody has their own code. Everybody has their own code. There are so many people that can watch my best friend in the whole world. We're so connected, probably to a fault sometimes. We're like, we always laugh about codependency. Yeah, best friend Jody. Jody. I call her. I know she's a hypnotherapist and amazing. She can watch and listen to like true crime stuff 
I, I can't even set foot. Mm-mm. I'm like, I can't, Mm-mm. but for, you know what I'm saying? So this isn't about like, oh my God, if you're going to watch horror movies, you better set the intention and you're going to be, you know, all this stuff. It's like, wait a second, tune into self. Mm-hmm. Are you affected by horror movies? Then let's set some intention there or step away from it. If you're not affected by it, great. You might be affected by something else. We all have our own unique code. Mm-hmm. That's why I always guide people to like, but pay attention to self. Pay attention to self. So even when you're consuming information on TikTok and you come across an amazing video that's like, I can't watch horror movies. It's too much for me. This is a beautiful space to be curious and be like, wait, how do how does my body feel when I watch horror movies? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. This is about everything. That's you and I have talked about this a lot. And I was just talking to my husband about it last night. I cannot drink alcohol anymore and feel good. Mm-hmm. I can't. Yep. It makes me sad. I love a glass of wine. I love the taste of it. But a couple of weekends ago, we were in Knoxville. My son was running in a cross-country state meet. And I had one glass of wine that I haven't drank in a long time. One glass of wine. It was like a half a glass of white wine, not even red. I woke up in the morning feeling beat. Like when I tell you, I felt like I had a banger of a night. (laughs) I'm like, this is how I used to feel when we would polish off a bottle together. Yeah. I had a half a glass of wine. And it's like, it's okay. crazy. Well, this is, this is, I want to speak to that a little bit too, because I have been the same way. Like the last time I really drank or did anything is when yeah. I went to stagecoach with Shannon. I was going mm-hmm. through massive transitions. I was quantum jumping, which we're going to talk about next. Yeah. I want to yes. drop, drop some breadcrumbs there. Yeah. I was going through like a massive quantum jump. Like the universe was literally like sucking me out and being yes. like, you're going to Florida. <laughs> like yes. out of nowhere. Like I was like, what? okay. <laughs> yeah. And I had one drink, didn't even really finish the drink. I had one drink and that's because our flight got delayed and we were like, oh, we'll have a drink because we're going to whatever. And at that point I'd been living in Clarksville. So I hadn't really been seeing Shannon as much. Anyways, one drink, one drink. And I fainted. I passed out completely on the airplane. Thank God I was sitting down and buckled up or else I would have hurt myself. And that's when I broke my nose. I got a concussion. It it was getting to the point where- It was bad. It was very scary. And yeah. my t- I was just telling Austin's parents last night, my tooth went through this lip and busted this lip open. I mean, it was it was terrible. And I I feel like for me, the more I work on myself and the more I tune into my frequency and my vibration, yeah. it gets higher. And then yeah. alcohol is this lower vibrational substance. So yeah. at one point in our life, we were like a vibrational match where we could yeah. handle it. Yeah. But now I feel like my vibration is so high that when I hit that low vibration, my body just goes, can't process. Yeah. Bye. Yep. It's because yep. I used to be a big drinker. Yeah. And remember too, again, this comes back to this place of like nurturing self. Right. Anyone who's listening, that doesn't mean that alcohol is going to feel the same no, for you. No, uh-uh. This is like Anna Grace's unique code. Again, this is a place of curiosity. Like, huh, how do I feel? Right. A lot of people, because you're still in motion, are going to be like, I freaking love it. Yeah. I feel more myself. Whatever the story, it's great. The work here is just tuning into self. What is your vibration telling you about this? How does it feel? Right. How does it feel? It's not about like, so everybody should stop drinking. No. This is an invitation to be like, just check in on yourself. How does your body feel? How do you feel? Are you making sound decisions? What does this feel like for you? 
And it might not be about alcohol. It might be about working too much. You and I have talked about this too, mm-hmm. about coffee, mm-hmm. right? I love coffee. I'm on the process now and you helped me with this, actually the mushroom coffee, right? Yeah. Or Sigmatic. Um, so I had the same experience with coffee. And this was last year. Who knows about time? It might've been last year. Yeah, might've been know. two years ago. Sometime. Hard to tell. Hard to tell. Anyway, I was feeling that same thing with coffee of like, I just don't feel good here. I feel so jittery and I've only drank a half a cup. And so I stopped. You actually gave me a sample of mushroom coffee mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I tried it. And I'm still on this cycle of I'll go maybe, um, you know, four weeks drinking regular coffee. And because I'm in tune now, I'll be like, Ooh, I'm starting to feel that again. And I'll go a week just drinking mushroom coffee. It's almost like a reset. Yeah, a little reset. But it's because I'm tuning into it. Yeah. Right. Well, just tuning into and it. too, I do want to note just, you know, like what Kim was saying with alcohol, with caffeine, all the things. And we do not think they're about it. At one point in our, both no. of our lives, we're like, I'm like, I love a cup of coffee. Totally. But I do think, I still do. No, yeah, I still do. I had a cup of coffee yeah. this morning. Um, but there are times where I've had to step away for a few weeks and I come back. I just am intuitive. Yeah. Like for me, I'm all about balance. Yeah. Like I never ever like to tell myself, you can never have this. Like, I don't like that. Um, but also I do find we're both projectors, which we are the most sensitive energy type. And since we both do readings, when I was learning the Akashic records, they required sobriety for clear channel. So I do think, you know, maybe we can be a little bit more sensitive. I want to say that like lovingly than everyone else maybe listening to the conversation. But if you have felt like, Oh, I feel anxious or I feel weird check in on, you know, maybe I should step back for a week, (laughs) you know, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Or even, yeah. I mean, people can figure this out, but the whole vibration here, the whole um, point here is like, we all vibrate at a unique place. And so you have, you can't look at anyone even on social media and be like, Ooh, I must vibrate the same as they do. Instead, it's like, this is curious. Let me figure this out. Where do I vibrate around this? And it's we can use it with everything. When we start to talk about, maybe this is how we jump into this, but when we start to talk about quantum manifesting, mm-hmm. right? This is about not looking outside of yourself, but tuning into your own unique code. Mm-hmm. What is your unique code mm-hmm. for vibration? What are you aligning with? And I'm such an advocate for this because it's, right there for people. And it's something that I've been really guiding a lot of people in. I have a masterclass coming up on this, this Saturday, another one in December, but really guiding your tuning into your own vibration Mm -hmm. to manifest from a place of vibration. Mm -hmm. And it's different, right? We talked about this a little bit, Integrates, but you know, however many years ago, the secret came out and I was obsessed. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Loved it. I was like, oh my God, get clear. Yes. Get clear. Get so clear. You know, every single detail, know it so well. Mm -hmm. And that is a beautiful process and it's a beautiful foundation. But what I have been shown in meditation, through my guides, through channeling, through working with people intuitively is that that's a beautiful process if you can show up to it in a perfect way mm. and we're not wired for perfection. Mm-hmm. And so most humans, I always am like, start there, right? Yeah. Get clear for sure. And then move from getting clear on what you want in this blueprint and move into the vibrational space. When I do soul business coaching with small business owners, with celebrities, with you know, I tell people it doesn't matter if they are selling out Bridgestone Arena mm-hmm. or if they have a tiny little local business with one employee. Mm-hmm. This is imperative. Mm-hmm. How do you want to feel mm-hmm. in the experience or the thing that you're trying to create? Not what is the thing, but how do you want to feel there? 
And it takes some pressure off because truly it's like, oh, I want to feel free. Okay. Then your work actually is going into your body, going into either visioning, some people it's exercise, whatever it is for you, where you can get clear and you start to activate the feeling of freedom in your body. Where do you feel it? So that's that first step. What feeling do you want to have? It's really, it's really fascinating. So just real quick. So if somebody comes to me and they're like, I really am ready to grow my business. The first thing I say is because when you grow your business, what do you believe you will feel like? Right? Not, okay, how do you want to grow your business? And how many people do you want to work with? And how much money do you want to bring in? We talk about that stuff, but we start at vibrational. Mm. What do you believe in your body, mind, and soul you will feel like when you reach that expanded place? Most people haven't thought about that. And I'm like, this is a secret that no one is talking about. Mm -hmm. It's right here. So how do you want to feel when that thing that you want has manifested? With small business, a lot of times people say, I want to feel abundant. And we go even deeper. What does, where does abundance show up in your body? Tune into your body. Close your eyes. Can you feel abundance somewhere in your body? What position does it play? Anna Grace, can you feel abundance in your body? Mine's in my throat. In your throat, mm-hmm. right? Throat chakra. Throat of chakra. course. Yeah. So we know from that, you're already doing it. Let that come out. Mm-hmm. If abundance is in your throat, let's speak more. Let's share. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. You're a projector. If I'm working with a music a singer who has, you know, goes on tour and has millions of people watching them. And they're like, I just want to feel rested on tour. Mm. Like they might come in and say, I want to feel connected. Beautiful. When you're connected, what does that actually feel like? I just had a client two weeks ago and she was like, actually, it feels like I'm rested. Okay. Bring that feeling of rested in what's missing for her. It was physical touch. So she brought on a masseuse on a tour with her. Mm. It was just something that was right there that she missed. Right. Like, oh my God, right. You're missing physical touch because you're giving so much, mm-hmm. right? People in this huge platform and even social media influencers like you, you're giving so much medicine because that's your power. Mm-hmm. But where are you getting it back? And for her, it was physical touch. She felt it came in for her and her lower back. And I instantly was like, are you getting body work done? No. I'm like, okay, let's just try this. If what you're needing is to feel rested and what where rested is coming in is your lower back and you're getting no body work done, I want you to start getting body work every single week. Mm -hmm. We're only on week two, but she's like, I feel completely different. You know what I mean? It's little It was right there. Right, right, right. So fascinating. Gosh, but you're such a good Kim, you're such a good mirror. You just see you things that I'm like, of course, of course, Kim. How did I not see that? But that's why it's so beautiful that we have each other to kind of reflect these things. Like every time we're talking, like, wait, I have have a message for you. You have a message for me. Yeah. I know. And I when as you were talking, I just was seeing a little memory that came in, have like a little intuitive ping. How you were the first person when I was really starting my intuitive eating journey, it was the first time that I was Mm -hmm. like, I just want to feel good. I just want to feel good. That's, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care. I just, I'm so tired of feeling how I've been feeling. And you were like, well, what if someone told you today that you were, you were going to stay exactly as you were in this exact Mm -hmm. moment in this body and how, like, how would you go on? And like, and basically I really started playing like, 
and you could probably explain how you said this better, but I really got in the headspace of instead of constantly being like, oh, I'll feel confident or I'll feel sexy when my body looks like this. Right. I was like, no, I have to tell myself I am sexy. I am confident. I am beautiful now. Like I have to embody that now because that's how I'm going to bring more of it into my life. Yes. That is the work. Yeah. That's the work. Yeah. It was so crazy because I was stuck in that, that like, Oh, I'll feel this when, and, I, yeah. and I'm like, no, I'll always be chasing that. Like I have yep. to, I really just had to, I said, I surrender. I'm not going to try to tweak my body. I'm not going to try to die. I'm not going to try yeah. to do anything. I'm just going to like, how fabulous can I make myself look in this moment? Right. With yeah. Where I'm at. Yeah. And I really feel like that is, that's the process. That's the work. That's the beauty. That's why we call it quantum manifesting. When we talk about getting into the quantum, it's thrown around a lot. Yeah, right. Explain that a little bit more too, because this is yeah, a new term, I'm so sure for everyone. If anybody follows Dr. Joe Dispenza, he has beautiful resources and information about this. But truly, or even Abraham, right? Like um Abraham, Abraham on YouTube and yeah, yeah. Abraham Hicks. I love her. But this is the quantum is a space of limitless possibility. A lot of times people hear that and they're like, meh, <laughs> you've gone too far. Sorry. <laughs> Can't go there with you. I'm out. <laughs> you've gone too far because we're not taught that possibility can be limitless. We're taught mm-hmm. work hard, stay loyal, bust your ass. Then you might be able to get some of the things that you deserve. Right. Right. That's a vibration that has been running for decades and we're starting to change it to no, no, there's, there is this beautiful vibrational space that has everything you've ever wanted and everything you've ever thought of, we just have to align with it. Mm. And so again, I always throw this out there. You know this, I'm such an advocate for like, this isn't about doing this perfectly. This is about when you feel off kilter, looking around at me like, oh, this is what I'm aligning to right now. And that, that's a hot topic for people, right? When, I, when we talk about this and we say, but how do I know? I always say like, look outside of yourself first. What's happening around you? Mm. How are your relationships? Do you like what you're doing? Like this isn't for judgment or persecution. This is to start making some adjustments like you just talked about. It's like, okay, wait, if I am restricting and I'm not feeling good, how can I start to be here now, Mm -hmm. right? We talk about this all the time, being present. And we get to move through this however it takes us. It just takes a little bit more intention. And so part of that that first step is like, look around and see what's not working. Right. Right now you're aligning to that. That's okay. We're human, right? We are human. If we were just soul beings, it's like we would already be there. Our soul being is there already. Mm -hmm. That's how we're partnering with self. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I know I'm sort of like no, I love it all over the I'm place. Following. But if you can align with the vibration of that which you want, and you do that through feeling, you're going to watch it show up. That is how during the midst of the pandemic, I quadrupled my business while businesses were closing. Mm. Quadrupled, yeah, four times what I brought in the year before in a period of three months. I believe it. How quantum manifesting. How did I want to feel? Because what was offered to me in that moment, in that time frame, was extreme fear. Mm-hmm. In Nashville, we had just come out of a, to- a horrible tornado. Ugh. We watched friends' houses be torn apart. And then instantly, five days later, into a pandemic, having to you know go through this and never know what that was about. Like We didn't know how to do that as a human race. And so I started doing extremely deep vibrational work because fear was in the front. 
And so I was like, this isn't how I live my life. And yes, this is brand new. I don't know what a pandemic is even. At that point, we didn't even know about school for our son. Like nobody knew anything. And in Nashville, we were also trying to rebuild. But how do you rebuild when there's this this huge virus going around that are killing people at the time. Anyway, you get to, yeah, no, was, not to bring in doom and gloom, but that's just where I was. Right. And I was like, but you were, you overcome, you overcame it. Yeah. I was like, I need to captain the ship because right now it's fear. And when I release that, we probably won't even get into it here, but it's like, that's when a lot of stuff started showing up for me and started like coming into my vision at one point, I looked out my window. I'll tell you this part because I know that you love like alien shit. I do. Talk about like, let's just rip back the veil, yeah. right? Um, I looked out my window and everything outside my window was vibrating. I was, see- I was seeing literal vibration to the point where I started crying. I called best friend Jody and I was like, I don't know how to explain this. I just saw everything outside my window is vibrating. And she's like, what? Tell me exactly. Like, that's the greatest thing about having a best friend that gets it. She's like, okay, is it still? She talked me through it. And she was like, take a deep breath. What do you think that was? And I literally channeled in that moment. I was like, oh, I just think I saw a physical upgrade. And I was like, you know, if you're anyone out there channels in the moment, I've never shared that story, by the way. I love it though. Like anybody that's listening is a channel you know that it's not your information. It's just coming through you. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what that was. I was like, oh. oh. All channels. Everyone's a channel, whether they know it or not. Yeah. Right. Well, that's the coolest story ever. And you know what's interesting is that I actually know what you're talking about. When I took uh-huh. mushrooms, uh-huh. I saw that. I literally... <laughs> yes, I saw our reality. Like I, That was the first time that I was like, Oh my, we're in a video game. We're literally like <laughs> yes. in the video game. Like I, I was so like literally rattled because the, the walls and everything was like sh- vibrating and glitching around me. I was like, Oh my God, what is happening? And granted, I know I was on mushrooms, but I'm telling you guys, like, I don't think that it's all like, oh, I'm telling you, I think you just see shit that we don't normally see in our waking state. It's called plant medicine for a reason. Right. That's all I can say about that. I, I'm, it's called plant medicine for a reason. And we're like, and just to clarify, Kim's all the same thing, not on mushrooms. Right. I was not doing a plant medicine ceremony. Well, I was in the midst of a pandemic. So, And I, yeah. I love that so much because Kim, I have had, I feel like I've had crazy stuff happen. I remember like I've had stuff fall off the walls and crazy things that I call Kim. Yeah. And I'm like, what was that? And she's like, okay, well, do you feel like you're, you know, do you feel safe? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, okay, well then it's fine. And I'm like, okay, yeah, we're fine. <laughs> like, we're fine. I'm fine. fine. It's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, cool that you saw an upgrade. But okay, back to the vibrational code because I kind of want to um, give people like a little glimpse because Kim has a lot yeah. of master classes and mm-hmm. information on her site. I'll put everything in the show notes if you guys are interested in this quantum work because it's yeah. so powerful. I yeah. did my first quantum jump meditation. Let me just tell you guys this quantum jump. I learned about quantum jumping on TikTok actually. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I did my first quantum jump meditation in Nashville in January. By February, on that February like two 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 day, it was like two February. Wait, oh February 
22nd, yeah. 2022, that day. Right. We yeah, ended yeah. up getting our, it was like a portal day, getting a, getting our new house. Quantum jumped in Clarksville. And two months later, I ended up, I literally woke up one day and I was like, I live in Florida. Like I was doing this wow, quantum jump, so fast. but it was getting rid of the stuff that was not aligning. Like Austin coaching was not in alignment with our future. And I knew yeah. that, but I couldn't yeah. tell him that. Right. And the universe was just like, we are stripping this away. It's not where y'all are yep. supposed to be. And he totally was like, did you manifest something? Did you do something? Cause like it happened. <laughs> he was like, did you cast a spell on me? And I'm like, maybe. <laughs> but, um, hard to tell. Hard to tell. Hard to tell. <laughs> um, but I really was, I play with that every single morning now, that vibrational code. When I get into my meditation, I literally am like, okay, what well, I kind of talked about on the last podcast, but I'm like, what does love feel like? What is like, what does excitement feel like? What does awe feel like? What is fun? What is this playful energy? Because we yeah. have the ability, I see it in the Akasha Records, to channel any emotion at any moment. We can tap into it. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I'm, this is what I know. I know this from working with my mentors and just seeing this in real time, things like scarcity and fear run on an undercurrent. We do not have to pour into that. Mm -hmm. So if you're sitting somewhere right now and you're feeling so much scarcity and you're feeling unsafe because you don't have enough money or these are undercurrents that you don't have to pour into, but usually it's, it's just reality. So we look in front of us and we're like, but this is my honest, true experience. And I always say, yes, it is, but you're looking at a binary experience. It's either good or not good. And one of the things that I love teaching is like, but there is so much in between. There's so much in between. So when we play in the quantum space, the vibrational space, we're playing in the in-between space. This is saying, yes, this is my reality right now. And no, it doesn't always have to be my reality. Neither one of those bookends is where you're going to create what you need to create. Right. They're observations. Mm -hmm. That's not where we create it. We create it in the middle when we bring in the feeling of what we want. And when you're first starting this work, what's real and actual and in front of you will creep in all the time. It's okay. You're not doing anything wrong. You're in your human experience a lot. That's okay. This is about micro moments to start with right? This is about, again, it doesn't have to be a a deep 20 minute meditation every morning. It's beautiful when you get to that point because it's so much flow and energy and magic. But if all you can muster up is holding a cup of coffee or whatever feels good for you in the morning and closing your eyes and being like, this moment feels so good. Mm -hmm. This moment feels so good. And then reality rushes in. It's okay. You've lit a spark in that vibration. That vibration does go out. Right. And what we know, you, Anna Grace, you hear me say this a lot is that even like this is a infinite evolution, an infinite journey. I say this all the time that like our body dies, our Mm -hmm. vibration doesn't. Mm -hmm. Our body dies, our vibration doesn't. I like chant it. Our vibration, our, our body dies, our vibration doesn't. This is why we can tune into vibration around us for people who have passed if you've unlocked that. Mm -hmm. So it just, it lights me up. I love it. Oh, I love it so much. Also, I I randomly wanted to tell you this story. The talking about the the vibration carries on because that's something that my family and because a lot of people wrote in saying like the first episode that I shared brought them comfort and peace mm-hmm. around death and dying. Yeah. 
Yes. Because before it had that awareness, it was terrifying that mm-hmm. our vibration c- continues on. You know, we're this evolution yeah. and we come in this body just to learn and to yeah. love and play this game of life. And then we carry yeah. on. And I, um, it was in quarantine was my dad, my whole life. Cause my dad is an environmental scientist by mm-hmm. degree and trade. He ended up kind of doing real yeah. estate and environmental scientists at an early point of career, but was in the quantum physics world. And so he's like very, you know, he understands this quantum leaping and all the things my dad's just, you know, he's tuned in. So awesome. But he always told me, he's like, Anna Grace, my whole life, I've always felt like I was a Roman soldier in a past life. And I'm like, oh my gosh, fine, cool. I'm like, he's always told me that. I'm like, yeah, well in quarantine, I somehow ended up doing a past life regression. Honestly, I think I was just bored. Someone was like this, you should do this past life regression. I'm like, yeah. And um, she tells me, she's like, you were marching as a Roman soldier alongside of a male energy. And I literally cried. I was like, I cried because like my dad told me that my whole life and and whether or not you, you know, you believe in this, but there was just so the details, the specificity. And I called my dad and I was like, dad, I just had this reading. And, you know, she said that I was in a past life as a Roman shoulder with a male energy. And my dad said, I told you, sweetheart, I'll find (gasps) you in this life and all the next ones. I love it. I love that man so much. Like he was like, oh my I'll God. always find you in this life and uh, in infinity and beyond. Yeah. And you're like, and I believe it, I believe right? It. Uh-huh. I love so much though that, you know, this seemingly seems like a tiny thing, but no matter how you were raised, you were also raised with that information of possibility, right? Like it was just normal talk. Like, oh yeah, I was a past life. I was a Roman soldier in the past life. Like that little nugget for you, even as a child growing up, gave you a tiny bit of vibrational assurance that it's not too crazy to think there could be a past life. Mm -hmm. We grew up with my grandma talking about ghosts that her and her sister used to see at the end of their bed. And it wasn't talked about like, I have to tell you a ghost story. They would, she would laugh about it. Be like, Oh, she used to sit at the end of our bed. It's just logical. Just logical. You know, it's just amazing when the adults in our life bring in these little nuggets like that, like for your dad to say that is so beautiful. I know. It's such a sweet, uh, I just thought about that with the vibration carrying because yes. I, I, I want people to feel comforted and knowing that yeah. our, our vibration is forever and we, we travel, yeah. we travel with the soul fam, but um, one, oh, go ahead. No, you go. One thing that I feel called to share right now is that, you know, I've done over the course of, well, in public nine years of doing medium readings, one of the questions that I get all the time from the people who are still here Earthside is this remorse or this nervousness or scaredness that they weren't able to be at the bedside of the people that they mm-hmm. loved when they passed. And one thing that I've been shown over and over and over from the consciousness of the people that have passed is that it's not about the moment. When you pass, it's not about that, that last moment, who's here, who isn't. It's about the family that's been with you, the family and friends. This doesn't have to be blood. This is vibrational family and friends. What did they add to the fabric of your life? Mm. It has nothing to do for the one who has passed with the people that were there. That's our human wanting us to feel something, right? Or make sense of something. He was probably so scared because he was all alone. Mm. And we don't understand it in the way that they show us, right? Right. Mm. 
they're never, when somebody passes, they're never all alone. Mm-hmm. That's never, that never happens. It's from what I have learned and from what I've been told from the other side, mm-hmm. it's just not the case. They leave one, one vibrational space and go to another vibrational space. It really is that seamless. Mm-hmm. But as humans, we don't see that part. Mm-hmm. We only see the earth side experience and it's a real hard thing to move through. But I feel like as I've passed this on to people and you typically, it comes up before the person asks. Mm-hmm. I always am like, he says, or she says that you feel sad that you weren't there and he wants you to know so-and-so is there and so-and-so is there on the other side already waiting for them. Beautiful. They weren't alone. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's such if people can start to bring that into their heart, it doesn't make it any less sad at all. Mm. We're meant to feel that when somebody passes, but there is more parts of the story. 100. That makes oh, I love that. And, and that's how I, that's how I, I truly, truly believe that. And it's brought me so much peace around anyone in my life that's passed or just, yeah. just thinking about death as can be scary. And that to me yeah. is just like such a beautiful thought. I love that. Yeah. I, I am curious for most of your medium readings, like what is one mm-hmm. thing do you feel like people are seeking like closure or clarity or just they want to connect because they miss someone or they just, they just want to know the, the main thing. Mm-hmm. Obviously I get like mysteries that need to be solved and that kind of stuff. Or like, is there <laughs> yeah, yeah. something that's going on yeah. there? But most of the people just want to know that their loved ones are okay. Mm-hmm. They just want to hear it. And most of the time, truly, the people that are coming to me can already feel and sense the people who have passed. And they want to know that they're not crazy, right? They are wait, there are certain people that come in and they're like, there's a message that so that I set up with so-and-so. Do you know what that message is? <laughs> you know, like, wait, what, like let do, me tell what, what do you do you know it? Sometimes. Sometimes I, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. I mean, here's the thing <laughs> that like, again. Yeah. I'm like, I'll do, I'll see if I can tune into it. But again, I don't hold grip on the information. Yeah. So if I can't tune into the message that they're hoping to get, I'm assuming it's because it's not coming through my channel for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. Sometimes I can, sometimes I can't. Mm-hmm. Most of the time though, I will say something like, I'm not sure why, but she's showing me a, a bunch of daisies. This just happened a couple of weeks ago. And the client will be like, oh my God, I asked her to show me daisies to know that this is real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's usually like that. I love that. It's sort of like, I had one client, it was so amazing. We were reading his grandmother and she came through and she came through, showed me, said, I'm a dancer. And I said to the client, like, was your grandmother a dancer? Mm-hmm. And him and his wife were like, Oh, I was reading them together and her maiden name was Dancer. Okay. <laughs> so I, it came through to me though, yeah. as like, she was showing me that she was dancing and she was like, I'm a dancer. So when I channeled the information, I put my human experience on it mm-hmm. and saw her as a dancer. But the message to them was like, it's me. Isn't right? that so interesting how a message will come through and I think I know it, but then I say it and it's like something totally different, but the same yeah message. I mean, we, we met the same place. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I also had another client who I'm really also to client friend now that when she first sat down with me, um, her fiance who had passed came through and said, I want to hear her say that she's a walker. 
And to me, I put the human filter on it. Like must be she, they had like some funny thing about her not being a runner, but a walker or whatever. (laughs) His last name was Walker and they were supposed to be married. And so he wanted her to say it out loud. Like I'm a walker. Oh, like what? That is like, so sweet. What the I heck? love these you know stories. I mean? Kim, you yeah. have so many cool stories. You have to share more of those on TikTok, like story times. Yeah. So yeah, I'm in the process of creating another version to share these for sure. Yeah. Like I'm just trying to figure out for myself as a projector where that fits into my rest schedule. Yes. No, same. <laughs> and so, yeah, I've, when I started sharing these on Instagram, the response is people love to hear this because I love to hear it. it oh. I'm like, this is crazy. What? I cry with my clients. I'm like, are you shitting your pants right now? <laughs> like, like, this is crazy, right? How wild is that? Like, what? So anyway, I, it really is. I mean, there. Every single time I do a reading with someone, I always laugh. I'm like, no one's more shocked than me. Like when something crazy like that will happen, I'm like, what? I know. I'll be like, are you dying right now? And I'm like, wait, you're coming in because you're connecting with someone who's dead. That's not the best language, but that's really how I feel. I'm like, are you not just like, dying no over pun, this information? No pun it's wild. I know. Whatever. It really that's is. It, it's it's, it, it's, that's why I, I love it. And I go through these periods where I'm just like so fascinated and I want to do readings all the time because even when I'm doing a reading for someone else, I get so much information that I'm like, I've never even thought about that yeah. or what an interesting nugget. And it's, it's all of the information is because I'm going to, I wanted to tell you too, I'm going to start doing some Akashic records, like many readings on a podcast. Oh, awesome. So yeah. like people submit questions like, and yeah, but the, the, fascinating thing is that whatever season we're all kind of going through or have gone through or relate to and the teaching that comes through so universal. It's so fascinating to me. Yeah. And I see it with my clients that come sit with me. Oftentimes I'll share it on Instagram when I start to see patterns show up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's so obvious. I'll get, you know, two weeks of people coming to sit in and they're asking the same questions and they're feeling the same way. And I'll get just a tug on my heart to be like, share the information that came through here because clearly this is a collective Mm -hmm. thing, not just an individual thing. And it's always fascinating to me. I learned so much. I've learned to like, like stay humble and just ride this experience. That's why I cry and laugh with my clients because it's so fun. Oh yeah. so wild. And I'm like, oh my God, I want every single person to know what their intuitive abilities are because I want them to play here. Oh like, yeah. It's so fun. Especially the, well, I actually, I did have one question that I wanted to ask you yeah. too is um, what, okay. Cause you've said you've gone into the Akashic records, mm-hmm. which I also love that your, your kind of gateway modality was EFT tapping, which is such a great yeah. one. Everyone needs to check out Kim's yeah. tapping. It's That's on her so page good. too. Um, but then that I really landed in Akashic Records and everyone kind of has a modality or a way that they yeah. go, whether they find a little gateway drug, like maybe it's tapping yeah. or whatever to get yeah. into it. But you do Akashic or you've done Akashic Records readings for yourself, but you don't offer them publicly. Correct? Just for myself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just for myself because I was shown that it was for me only. Oh. <laughs> they showed me it was for me only. Really? Okay. I, yeah. I was curious. Yeah. I yeah. um I wondered how it kind of looked differently Akashic Records versus other readings that you do. Because everyone's like, Akashic Records is complex to explain. I'm trying to keep it just light and and easy for people to carry the information, but I would would love for you to... So the way when I 
go into the Akashic Records for myself. This is getting information for my own personal life, Mm -hmm. for my family, for my experience here, for my business, Mm -hmm. for my own personal life. And I was shown multiple different ways when I went in that this was for me Mm -hmm. and they're going to give me the information to share through other channels. And I just always trust that. Mm -hmm. So I know that I could go in for other people, but I don't necessarily need to access... I like having something for myself. Well, that's, that's what like, it is for you. It's yeah, a way to, for yeah. you to be nurtured with your own gift. Yep. Yep. And I've had my Akashic Records read before as well. By Yvonne. I love it. Yeah, by Yvonne. I love it so much. Like it's so, it's such a, I feel like it's such a different experience because I always feel so held there, mm-hmm. like just nurtured and held and like almost like um, cradled. Right, because this is centuries information. This is like it's very we ancient. can't even yeah ancient. Yeah, that's what it is, and it really ignites for me just this that ancient wisdom mm-hmm. that I hold from the women before me, from the witches and the magical women and the medicine women before me. Right, that's what it feels like. It almost feels like coming back to family. Yeah, and that feels really nurturing for me. And so I'm open to sharing it at some point if if it's shown to me in that way. Right. But you just follow but your knowing. Yeah. I just follow it. I know. It, mm-hmm. It's it's interesting how people just kind of land. But I think that's why I've always felt so drawn to the Akashic Records is because mm-hmm. for me, maybe I, f- I feel the safest there because it mm-hmm. feels so loving and yeah. light and and the energy that I work with is just like fun and happy. And I think that just really spoke to me maybe. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. And so, But I do feel people leave with a lot of it activates this wisdom inside them as well. Yeah. It's like a, it's yes. a mutual activation. Yeah. And you have this really beautiful thing that comes through for you that I have not seen for anyone else, which is like these poems or these spells, right? Yeah. That like I have not seen that from anyone else before. And it's just that other thing, right? It's like when we talk about tuning into your abilities, you have like, there's this beautiful plethora of like, a lot of different ways to look at that. And you will know when, when you are being held and that, which you're meant to share, if you're meant to share it. And when something unique like that comes through, it's like, Oh my God, of course you're meant to share this. Mm -hmm. It's unique to you. Like that, that particular piece that you share, maybe you can talk a little bit more about what I'm talking about. Yeah. So we kind of talked about it a little bit on Shan's podcast, how we, literally she was like can you write me a love spell so no, she she did like a year ago she's like will you write me a love spell and we kind of joked about yeah. it but i did and she met james on the trip yeah oh my no wild wild and so i i go into the akashic records and basically the akashic records i i kind of equate it's very ancient but it's also very tied to like music or lyrics almost it comes yeah. through yeah. sing-songy super high vibrational and they started giving me these very special, I was channeling these prayers like for myself mm-hmm. so that I wouldn't feel scared at night to go to sleep. It yeah. was very loving and very comforting. And then um, they channeled a prayer that I read for Kim on freeing yeah. the throat chakra. I, I've got to That's post so that beautiful. on social media. Yes. I've got to post that because the, the few that I've posted around the third eye and around activating centers, yeah. I channel from the Akashic Records, I post them and they go freaking viral wild Of course nuts. they do. Yeah. And so on TikTok and other places, I mean, I literally got 50,000 followers 
followers overnight off of one of these channel oh prayers from the incarcerators. Yeah. So I know that they're very healing. These, these and they're for the collective. They're for the right? collective. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. it's almost like when they come through, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> like that <laughs> yeah. is crazy. But yeah, I didn't realize that you hadn't seen anyone else do that. So maybe that's part of just my healing modality to share with people. Yeah. It feels so unique to you. And I'm sure there's other people that it might show up that way, but I always find it so beautiful. Like I am just naturally nurturing and sensitive. And I like, I feel like a universal mother, right? Like I love being a mom. Mm -hmm. It is the thing that I love the most. I tell my son all the time, like, I love being your mom. I love witnessing it. I love, and yes, it's so heartbreaking at times seeing them grow and all the things, but like, it is the thing in my life that I love the very most. And I see my clients as like the child version of themselves. And so as they grow, as they change, I'm like, oh my God, I feel the same that I would with my own child. It's like, you're meant to be believed. You're meant to be held. You're meant to be loved. You're meant to share your gift, however that shows up. Obviously, we're talking about um, metaphysical and spiritual, but of course, some people are meant to work with numbers. Mm -hmm. Some people are meant to work with the physical body, like whatever it is, everybody has access to this. And I just, it is my one prayer of connection. Like, please allow everybody to tune into their own ability mm-hmm. so they can feel connected to their life. That doesn't mean there's not, you know, <laughs> so much shit that goes wrong. Of course there is. Right. Not about perfection. When I did past life regression as well, I was shown that I had had 15 lives. And one of the gifts that I carry into this life is that with every single one of those lives, I had experienced tragedy. And I have experienced joy and I leave that door with so much gratitude and an open heart. And I was shown that it doesn't, it's not about if there's only tragedy or if there's only joy, it's about tragedy and joy creates this experience for us. Mm -hmm. So we can have the most um, connected experience in this lifetime and you have to have both. Mm -hmm. And so that's not a fear thing, right? Life just brings tragedy sometimes, right? And that can be hurricanes and tornadoes and those types Mm -hmm. of things. But it really helped me not get stuck in the moments that feel like tragedy, Mm -hmm. right? Like in the moment, it feels like tragedy. The biggest tragedy in my life is when my mom passed away. She died at 48 of brain cancer. But that tragedy opened up my healing journey. Mm to learn tapping and to really, really access the connection to the other side. It was that tragedy that was the gateway to all of this abundance that I feel. Mm-hmm. So I think one of our journeys here as humans is to try hard every day to not make the outcome something different than it is, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Just experience it, go day by day, stay in the flow. And I think that's really important. Oh, I love that so much. I know it really all is 
understanding that we're here to experience contrast and that yeah. there is a time where, you know, if we're on the other side or we, you know, we pass on from this body, all, all we feel is love. And then we come here to yeah. experience and to grow and to connect with people and it can be painful, yeah. but then the next connection is even more beautiful and deeper. It's just, yeah, it's, it's all working in our favor, even though sometimes yeah. we may feel like we're like, shit, this is hard. This is hard. Yes. And I do think too, it's like one of the gifts that we get as we grow right? It's like, we get to access new levels of wisdom with every single year. And there's no, um, when I say that it, it seems like there's like a specific blueprint, but there's not like, I have clients. I have a client right now who's 19 years old, 19 doing one-on-one spiritual mentoring. Like what? That's crazy. I had no idea. You know what I'm saying? Like no 19? Idea. No. Crazy. Mm-hmm. And so when I sit with her, she is, has this huge experience right now that someone might work toward when they're 40. Wow. Like there's not a timeline here, yeah. but it is this beautiful space of like, the reason she's sitting with me is because for whatever reason, she was guided to look at it a little bit differently. And she wanted some help with that. At 19, it floored me. I was like, how old are you? At 19? I mean, I had no, like, I didn't know oh anything. <laughs> I didn't know any. Are you kidding? I didn't know anything. <laughs> I didn't know anything. And like, I think that's what most people's journeys are for a reason. Right. Right. Like I couldn't handle this that I'm handling at 46 at 19. Gosh, Kim, I thought you were like 42. I didn't even, I don't even know how old anyone is. No, oh my God. No. I was like, oh my God. I was talking to my husband about this last night. I was like, holy shit, we're going to be 50 <laughs> like in four years. What? Aren't we? I feel like we're 20. I'm like, how is that possible? And then I was like, so where are we going to go? Greece, Italy? Like, what are we going to do for our 50th? I love it though. I'm not, I don't know. I think it's because I lost my mom at 24. She was 48. I'm 46. Mm -hmm. My sister was 48 last year. And so this year, my sister is older than my mom ever was. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I am in the mindset of like every single year is such a blessing. Mm -hmm. And to be able to say that, I love what I do. I wasn't shown that. Nobody showed me that you could love what you do and also make money doing it. Like no one showed me that. That's just not the generation I grew up in. Mm. And so to be able to really even talk to our son about this, my husband also owns a business, to be able to show him like, you can love what you do. Like to the point where I, so I've had my office space for, Um, just over a year now, like a year and a half or whatever, I still walk in and there's multiple days when I walk into my studio space and I get teary. You know what I mean? Like, that's who I am. I'm like, oh my God. You're like, I love it here. I love you. I love you. Yeah. Anyway, no, I, I have been in that space where, especially when, especially when you sit with people who you see, you know, they've lost someone and then, and then all of a sudden you're like, wow, I'm so appreciative for the people that are in my life right now. Like I've been going through so many moments where I am like, I am just like literally overflowing with love right now. Like I told Austin that last weekend, I was like, you know, I always thought it was really cheesy how people were like, I just love you more every day. Like I always thought that was such a cliche, but we were laying in bed and I was like, I just love you more every single day. I just do. Oh my God. Like I'm just like, I want to explode. (laughs) Yeah. And I I never thought I would get there with like, I never thought I would be where I am. 
I feel like it's one of the beauties though of learning about balance. Like I love that you shared on your podcast episode about the fight that you guys had. I was laughing so hard (laughs) out loud because I'm like, oh my God, they get it already. Like the amount of time, like this sounds beautiful and this is the foundation, but oh my God, the amount of times that I have to get, like, I'm just going to tell it real. The amount of times that I have to get back to a headspace of like, Kim, what would you feel like if he was not beside you right now, irritating the shit out of you? (laughs) How would you feel then? Would you rather feel irritated in this moment and get your shit together or be sad because he's not there? Let's, let's really just be humble here. Like, humble, right? Like, like, let's be realistic. And of course that comes with like, but also know your needs, use your voice, Mm -hmm. know what your level of respect is, know what your partner needs. They have to show up too. Like, it's an evolution, right? Like, it's an evolution. It's, it's like this yeah. beautiful dance. That we're always yes. just like yeah. going through every single day truly is so different too. It's it's like how I feel or what I'm going through or just, yeah. yeah. And, and knowing that you're connected in that communication point or just being observational, it was funny because the we are in a fight episode. Um, I mean, it... I think it got like an additional like 10,000 listens versus other episodes because <laughs> I think people were just curious, like, what do they fight about? Yeah, but I, I totally. want to be that space that yes. I think, you know, Austin and I have posted so much stuff and people, have, you know, us together and cute reels and stuff, of people like couple goals and stuff. And I'm like, yes, I actually, I'm really proud of our relationship. And I, yeah. I, I think we have a very, very strong foundation, strong relationship, but also yes. like we fight and there's times where I'm annoyed and there's times where it's not, like, you know, and I think that, it, I think social media, influencers glamorize their relationship sometimes to like an unrealistic place where I'm like, yeah. okay, don't act like all you guys do is like hang out on a beach and like make out all day. Like it's and get professional pictures taken. Yeah, yeah. Like there's some couple that I follow on YouTube that I'm like, wait, I know. I think that the most beautiful thing though, to be able to continue to check in and be like, well, we're two humans. So they're and and we're raising a third. Like there's no way possible for us to not have conflict, mm-hmm. but it's not about not having conflict. It's about how do you move through it? Mm-hmm. Are you able to know? I know in a hot second when I am in my 14 year old version, mm-hmm. I know it because I'm withholding love. I'm being snarky. I'm moving eggs on purpose because he likes this one thing. It's like he likes eggs in a certain way because it's like an OCD thing. And so I'll be like, oh, you can't give me a back rub. Let me put this egg over here. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, Ooh, I am 14 right now. Okay. Back to that younger version of self. Oh my God. And so I have to parent her though. Mm -hmm. I have to parent her when I'm in that 14 year old version. Mm -hmm. I have to parent her and say, this is not about the love that he's giving you. You're triggered here. What is this reminding you of? Mm-hmm. You, I think you talked about this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe you did. Yeah. I think you talked about this, but I do that as well. Yeah. What does this remind you? What is this reminding you of? This feeling, again, all the way, full circle, back to vibration. Yeah. Where are you feeling this in your body? Yeah. When do you remember feeling that mm. as a child? And every time I'm like, damn. Yeah. Okay. That's how you get to the root. When you can get to and the then, root, you can yep, heal the get wound. To the root, yeah. And then be the one to build that bridge. And that is in my experience, the hardest part ever. Because when I talk about reparenting self, it is the truth. I feel like my adult self is talking to my 14-year-old self and saying, you know that you need to apologize, right? 
<laughs> I'll be right here with you, but you're the one who needs to apologize because that didn't feel right. Yeah. Not because you're bad, not because he didn't see you, he didn't listen to you, right. but because you feel abandoned in that moment. Right? Like, let's get real clear here. This is, you learn this though. This comes with time, this comes with age, this comes with learning. And then, you know, that hardest part that's like, uh, I need to talk to you a second. I'm so sorry that I was a brat a minute ago, but it's because I was feeling abandoned in the moment that you said, you know what I yes. mean? It's like, oh, yes. And then typically my husband will be like, okay. <laughs> I'll uh, be like, your husband and Austin, they sound very similar. <laughs> He's a generator too. Yeah, they sound They're probably literally yeah. last week. And I had a moment where I was just in a, just, I was in a bad headspace. I was feeling down. I had a couple things. There's like a couple things happened all at once. And I was just like, I'm trying to get myself back, but I, I don't know. I need to. And he was like hugging me. He's like, what's wrong? Tell me, you know? And I, I genuinely was telling him like, I can't decide right now if I'm actually upset or if I'm just triggered or if this is a past feeling. Like we, yeah. we talk about it so objectively now that I'm like, I'm trying to pinpoint where this is coming from. And I, and he was like, okay, well, I'm just going to hold you while you figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've learned a long time ago from my husband specifically, like he trusts me and he trusts my process. Mm-hmm. We show up to things differently. Mm-hmm. I probably told you this story. I know we could talk forever. I know you have to go soon, but I just have to tell you this quick. So there was one point in our old house, we are in a new house now, but in our old house that I woke up in the middle of the night and there was a spirit right above me. And it was a male spirit and I have very strong boundaries. Mm -hmm. And so I was, I was immediately, I screamed and I like tried to hit it away. And I was so upset. I have to be clear here, not because I saw a spirit, but because I have a rule that they're not allowed in my house. Right. Right. So I was like, Oh my God. And Grant woke up. My husband is Grant. He woke up and he was like on the side of the bed, like someone's in our house. And I was like, I see, I see a spirit. And my sweet husband did not be like, what the fuck are you talking about? He was like, okay, where is it though? Like, where is it? He's like, is it, it's above you? Is it beside you? Like what part of the bed? Like he was so sweet. He didn't see shit, but he knew I did. You know what I mean? He's like, okay, where, where are we at? Where is it at? Is it above you? Is it beside you? And I was like, and I started crying because I was so offended that that spirit came in when I said like, you, it's just something that I have had set up for so long yep. and my husband just held me as I cried. And afterward, this is like three in the morning afterward, I was like, Oh my God, what is my life? I have this sweet husband who doesn't know, doesn't see shit, but he knows so deeply that I do right. that he was able to nurture me through that. I was like, and oh my God. Thank you, Lord. Literally, that's, I mean, that's Austin. He's like, I don't, and like, he's just like, no, on that front and like seeing things like he, obviously he does not feel that he connects with that. But I, and I used to think I needed a partner who would understand or could do the same thing as me, but no, yes. because no. I love when, when he is in bed beside me, I yeah. feel so safe and so grounded same. because he is yeah. just concrete, you know? And I love that. Yeah. I feel like my husband, Austin's probably the same, but my husband is, is actually super intuitive. Austin is too. But it only unlocks every once in a while. Like my husband is a champion at knowing someone's going to call. He'll talk about someone that he worked with all the way back in New York. That was nine years ago at this point. And he'll come in that night and be like, you will never guess who called me today. Like this happens all the time for him. Like 
probably four times a month, we'll be talking about someone so random. He'll be like, you know who popped in my head? So-and-so mm-hmm. who owned whatever. And I'll be like, that's crazy. Did you talk to him? Like, no, I haven't talked to him. And he'll come in that night from work and be like, you will never guess. Who called? And at this point, I'm like, I bet you anything I can guess. I bet it was so-and-so. Yep. That is connection. That's intuitive knowing. It's it's amazing. It really is. And everyone has. Austin will do things like that. I, we were at a concert and this woman was playing this glass instrument and um, he goes, it's about to break. Literally two seconds <gasps> later, it broke. It was so oh like, he'll, he'll have yes. psychic visions, yeah. but he's just like, oh, I'm like, oh, that was your psychic vision. He's like, yeah. oh, really? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yes. but it makes I sense like- because we would attract a partner that that's right. That's intuitive. Cause we are, you know, that's like right. attracts that's like. Also too, I just feel like, you know, there's just again a balance there's just a balance right it's like i just there are so many things that i appreciate about growing up with my husband i mean we were 17 when we started dating yeah. we're 46 you know what i mean it's mm. like there's a lot in between there yeah. of like growing pains and just celebration and loss and it the more you build with someone the stronger the foundation gets yeah. for sure. Oh, I love that. I yeah. love, I love y'all's love. Oh. Well, unfortunately I have to go to the airport because I've got a, fl- yes. I've got a flight. So I, I am, I'm cutting this short, but this was such a good conversation. We went so Thank many places. Thank you for having me. You guys, Kim, at Desi- tell, tell me your handle and where you link your um, courses. What's your course? Yes. Like? So um, I have a couple of courses that are okay. running right now. So vibrational detox okay. is okay. going into the quantum every single day, a meditation, a four week meditation course. It's self-led for the first week you go in for 11 minutes. Then you go all the way down to three minutes on the fourth week. Oh. This is to teach your brain that you can go in very, very quickly and tune in with the vibration of that, which wow. you want. So that's such a, that, that's one of my best selling courses because it's self-led. And then um, you can get, I have a combo right now priced so well. I have a, um, quantum manifesting for love and partnership. That's going to be tomorrow, which is Saturday. Beautiful. So this will already air after this, but you can purchase the recording and then quantum manifesting for abundance that's coming up on December 10th. You can purchase those together for 125. So if you've missed the live, you can get the recording for it and get the bundle. My handle on Instagram is at design thoughts studio. So there's going to be two S's there, design thoughts studio. Mm-hmm. And you can just go to the bio to get the links to everything. It's all right there. Yes. And if you guys want to book a session with her, she's, she's, yep. she's got a little That's bit of weight, too. but she's, she is a, yeah. she is so good at what she does. I just, I can't thank sing you. your praises enough and oh, how much clarity you. and guidance you have given me in times when I've needed you. So I just, well, I love you I love and you I so appreciate much. you. And I love watching you share your wisdom. It is just where you shine. So thank thank you. you. I love co-creating with you. I love you.